0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of staying forever strong today i get to talk to blake horseman from bachelorette season 14 and bachelor in paradise season 6 him and i have been talking a lot like off podcast and he's a really cool guy so i'm excited to for you guys get to know him also hey blake yeah. how are
1: you? hi there Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. We've been we've been chatting back and forth for a while, so
0: yeah, I know. It be to like it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And
0: you're gonna get to be on our the mental health chat soon too, so that'll be yeah. fun. Yeah,
1: super excited yeah. about that. Yeah, that'll that'll <laughs> be really fun. Yeah, that'll be good.
0: So yeah. So how've you been? How's quarantine life? When
1: Yeah, uh, been good. You know, I can't complain. I always say like I'm healthy, so at this point, I can't complain. You know, Um, my life definitely uh, got flipped upside down quite a bit uh, with COVID because I was traveling a ton and doing appearances. Um, I was doing DJ sets all over the country. I had I had a residency in Atlantic City, a residency in Vegas for the summer. Like I was just gearing up, and then uh, yeah, COVID hit and uh, (laughs) kind of threw a wrench into my things. So I've kind of it's been interesting though. You kind of get creative on how to like make a living and like you just get creative yeah. in this time so started a podcast now called behind the rose podcast um it's been it's been great we do a lot of mental health talk um and kind of discussing how people get through their ups and downs um so that's been a lot of fun and um yeah that's that's pretty much it and then uh, got a peloton been riding that a bunch to say healthy uh, <laughs> you know, the gyms and everyone's
0: been doing that
1: yeah i've gotten so popular
0: different videos yep <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's gotten really popular. So, but yeah, other than that, you know, like I said, I'm healthy, so can't complain.
0: That's awesome. Have you been able to like see anyone still that you're like any of your friends or is it mostly just been like through Zoom?
1: Yeah. So actually here I'm in Denver, Colorado, and here in Denver, we're, we, we, I think personally, we did it pretty well. We didn't just completely open up. Uh, we slowly have been slowly opening up. Like we still have to wear masks. Yeah. So we haven't had to close back down, thankfully, um, but we still have to wear masks everywhere. You, you know, five people to a table. Uh, you have to wear your mask into the restaurant. You can take it off when you're eating and drinking, obviously. So I've been able to see friends here and there. It's been, you know, different. Um, even our gyms are open, but right now they opened about two months ago. But uh, you have to wear a mask, which makes it incredibly difficult to work yeah. out, you know. So we've just, I think Denver's done a good job of like slowly opening up and still having mask mandates and things like that. So it was pretty much only March, April, and, you know, some of May where I was completely isolated. Uh, but luckily... Uh, I've been able to like see friends here and there and go up to the mountains, um, see family and things like that.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think our gyms just opened up, I think about a month ago. And um, I haven't ever really wanted to go. Yeah. I don't know, just like too close for me, like with the sweat and everything. And like I was in the gym a little bit before all of it, but like cleaning the machines and everything. Like, it is a lot. It's not even that easy. It's like not easy if you think about it cuz no one probably does that good of a job.
1: Yeah, exactly. So then, yeah, and I do like boot camps for like each station so we have to like wipe down every station we we to the next station. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 a lot, uh, but that is one way of keeping my, you know, sanity. Is for me yes. is exercise is big for me, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I like walking and I like being mm-hmm. outside. So like it's getting kind of a bummer that like it's getting cold here
1: yeah no. in
0: michigan so like yeah. it's like and a lot of my friends only want outside which i totally understand um so it's like i'm not i'm starting to not be able to see them as much just because it's cold uh, it's like i don't yeah my body can't handle being out in the cold for like hours
1: i'll Same. tell you what Denver's starting oh. to get starting to get cold here too We're, we don't have we everybody thinks denver and like colorado in general is like snow is like nine months a year you know and everything but it's not like that like at all in fact you're probably right isn't it yeah it's super nice we get more sunny days than like i think we're in the top 10 denver itself is in top 10 cities of sunny days of the year so like people people think it snows all the time but it's sunny all the time and our cold is different like you in michigan you guys get like cold we don't get that cold yeah we get snow here and there but it'll be like 50 in snow you guys get like below zero pretty like you guys have a
0: different (laughs) kind of cold i know i'm lucky because like now with like COVID and everything, like I've been, I graduated from college like four years ago. So, and like, like that now in the winter, I don't have to walk anywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. walk
0: to my car, get in and go <laughs> wherever. So I hated so walking cute. in the snow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, did it snow recently for you guys, right? Or was it just yeah? It did it? It was, in no, the that's summer, what's it was like.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what's so weird about Colorado. Like it was, I think it was May. I want to say it was like,
0: I think it was also August or something. Yeah, I think yeah, or both. Like it's just
1: we randomly had like three inches of snow, but then the next day it's 92 degrees and it goes away, you know. So and yeah. it's like that in December it'll be cold, but then all of a sudden we'll get like an 85 degree day and then it'll get cold again. Denver's high. Like I swear it's drunk, like weatherwise. It just does whatever it wants. There's no rules.
0: Everywhere. Like Michigan too. Like this weekend we're gonna have a day of 70 and rain, but then the next day's forty-eight.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Like,
0: can you just I, obviously I don't want cold, but if it's going to be cold, like, can yeah, you just stay cold when it's cold? Yeah, I hate the up the down. It's a tease.
1: It's a tease for sure. It is.
0: Yeah. Um so was your so with quarantine obviously like staying home and was it how was it like from being is it any similar from being like the bachelor bubble like
1: Oh, good question. Uh Yeah, in a weird way it was very similar. Um <laughs> The only, I mean, there was a lot, so in different ways though. So when you're on The Bachelor, you're completely cut off from, you know, um, internet, TV, phone, music, like you're not allowed anything. Uh, So that is, was super hard, but you had human beings. Like you had friends and producers to talk to, uh, where here, you know, in quarantine lately, you don't have human beings, but you have internet, TV, social media, (laughs) like all of that. So it's just isolation in a different sense Honestly, I'd much rather do the bachelor isolation. I'd much rather be able to like talk to people and hang out with people uh, than yeah, exactly in person than what you know over Zoom than what we're doing now. Um, So yeah, it was in a weird way. It was a lot of like because it's just it's so different. You know, you're you're just so different when it comes to like your routine, if you will, and things like that, and what you normally would do. But uh, also, there's quite a few things different because not being able to see anybody like i could give up tv and internet and all that for months you know if i'm allowed to see people so yeah it's a different kind of bubble for sure
0: yeah no i definitely think the quarantine like the only thing i would hate like for bachelor wise it's like i love to read like before i go to bed and stuff so i think that'd be the only bummer like not being able to read but like i'd go over it like i'd yeah, rather they, see people they
1: allow you to read a little bit actually you can bring some books huh. um thing is is you can't read on camera so literally, Life. the only time you would be able to read would be like at night. So right. it would work for you, but I remember um, on my season, Will's Will's read. He, uh, yeah. I bet he read like six or seven books like in the month he was there. Like oh, no he was way. just cruising through them. Yeah, yeah. He he loves to read, and he would just cruise through those books at night. Yeah. So they they let you read here and there, but yeah, you just it's it's sparse. You don't you don't get to do it often. So.
0: Right. How is how is like the transition from coming out of like filming to coming,
1: like home, Ooh, especially because um, didn't
0: really like talk about it right yeah, away. It's,
1: it's super intense. Uh, I'll never forget the Bachelorette. So I was very close with my producer, and you do, you get close with your producers, especially if you make it super far because you're right. basically quarantined with that person. for. Yeah. Basically, if you make Hometowns, the last four weeks, or sorry, the last four episodes takes about five weeks. So the first 10 episodes take a month, and the last four episodes take a month. So, you get to really get a lot of downtime with your producer. You get very close. You know, we went to, for my birthday, happened to land right before my hometown, and we went to like it. Dodger games. Yeah, I we went to a Dodger game in LA. We went to, we'd work out, we'd go to gyms, things like that. So, you get very close to the producer, and I'll never forget. And actually, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was in, when I was dumped in the Maldives, um, after the Maldives, uh, Beck and Garrett basically got like a honeymoon in the Maldives for like five days, you know? Uh-huh. And I couldn't go home because people would notice I was home and they would know who won. So me and my producer flew to London and we basically pub hopped for like five days in London. <laughs> we had <laughs> the ABC credit card and we went to Hamilton live. We went to Books of Mormon uh, live in London. We got to see all the cool touristy spots. So, um, so that was really fun. I was like healing, you know? Like I was so pretty brokenhearted, but that was yeah. like a nice little like escape vacation you know to get away from every, everything but i'll never forget we landed in la we got back from london landed in la you know like i was already kind of emotional and my producer you know i was talking to my producer we were like both like kind of crying you know and i was like Aww, tearing up yeah. and she handed me my phone and that was a moment where it was like oh my like what do i do now like basically these producers are therapists for you like you talk right. to them 24 7 about everything you're constantly around people And you talk about like, as a man talking about your feelings like that, it doesn't happen. Like I remember being home and my friends like, like, why don't you guys want to talk about your feelings? Like, (laughs) why can't we like talk about how we're feeling, you know? (laughs) So it was such a different, you're in this bubble and all of a sudden it's not like a very slow, like you kind of slowly go back and we're Like you were thrown back in the world. You turn on your phone, thousands and thousands of text messages and you hop. Honestly, hundred thousand emails. I can't even explain the amount of emails I had, and so it was just very overwhelming and emotional. And then you know, you get home and you have to. I remember I landed in Denver and texted my family, and they didn't know yet. They had no idea, you know, I if I was with Becker, if I wasn't. And uh, I was like, let's all meet at my house. You know, I just landed. Let's all meet at my house like a half hour they all came over, you know, and then you have to try and explain (laughs) to them. Yeah. I have to try to explain to them like what happened. And they were shook because they saw me at hometowns and how close me and Becca were. So it's a lot. And then even, even more, like you said, you're not allowed to talk about it. So I had friends were like mad at me because I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't, I like, I'm under a million dollar contract. Like I can't tell, you know, people what happened and even, and especially coming out of paradise, Oh. When I, I was very traumatic and like imagine going through something incredibly traumatic but then not being able to talk to anybody about it. Oh like it God. very it, much weighs, yeah, on your mental health and it weighs on, on, yeah. I mean, just what you're going through makes it 10 times harder. So it, it sucked. <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah.
0: yeah. I guess it's definitely a good thing though. Like cause you had a, what is it? Like a year basically in between the two?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It year. wasn't year right ahead. that
0: following summer.
1: No, thank God. No.
0: Yeah. yeah. That would be crazy. I don't know how people do it, like, within that short.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I, Talking to, like, Colton, for example, he went from Bachelorette to Paradise to Bachelor. Like, for basically yeah. a year and a half, his life was on television. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. And Hannah B. Hannah went from Bachelor, Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars. Like, a full year and a half yeah. on television. It's like, man, that's a lot. That's so
0: crazy health. to me. Like, I used to think it'd be cool to, like, just be on it, like, the idea like the traveling the meeting the people like I just from like watching it though and I listen obviously some of the podcasts so you like hear a little bit behind the scenes I couldn't do it I what I would be eaten alive like I I couldn't
1: (laughs) yeah yeah,
0: (laughs) probably not I'm just I'm not that kind of person (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. it's a it can be a very toxic environment both of them bachelor bachelorette paradise all of it can be very toxic uh but yeah I mean I always say like there's a ton of cons to going on the show, but right now for me there's still enough pros where yeah. I don't regret it. You know, there's still enough pros that keep me going. But um, I love that people are coming out on podcasts now and are coming out and talking about their yeah. experience and kind of what they went through mentally because I think that was kind of brushed under the rug a lot in the past. Um, I think the show's mm-hmm. getting better at at kind of not only are they, I guess you know taking I don't know if they're taking responsibility, but at least they're acknowledging what this show can do and what social media can do to a person's mental health, uh, which is a good step in the right direction. And I don't think that would happen unless people like me and Olivia and like, a, I can't even, you know, a yeah. ton of others have spoken out about how much the show and the manipulation and stuff can affect you mentally. And so I, I, I love that now there's podcasts because that's a lot
0: yeah. that's good. I think it's really cool too, is because it's kind of going along with how the world's going. Yeah. Like it's becoming more and more common to talk about mental health now than where maybe years ago it wasn't. So also like, it would be weird on the show too. So
1: yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. I think us as a society is moving in the right direction yeah, and exactly. taking steps forward because I mean, you know, if Kevin Love, who's, you know, superstar basketball player, for somebody like him to come out, you know, like supposed to be tough and a you know, badass mm-hmm. athlete. And for him, and I've, I've multiple, Dak Prescott just came, I think it was yeah. Dak. I want to say that right. Yeah, he just came out and talked about how he went through some hard times. And so it's pretty cool to see these people who have giant platforms and men, because there's still so much stigma around yeah. men discussing that kind of stuff that they're coming out and they're able to talk about it. Uh, and it, I'll never forget when I came back from paradise, Ben Higgins, a friend of mine, we both live here in Denver, him. and I had. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Had a, had a meeting with him kind of, you know, when I was going, when I was in my bad spot and he said, right now, what you're feeling right now, you will never be more relatable to anyone than you are right now. Everybody hits rock bottom. Everybody finds that bottom. Everybody's bottoms deeper. You know, some are deeper than others, right. but everybody hits a rock bottom. So what you were coming off a of bachelorette, like up on that pedestal, he's like, you're not really relatable in a sense, you know, because not everybody knows what that feels like, but everybody knows what it's like to be depressed and sad and anxious so he's like right now you'll never be more relatable and you take advantage of that and so that's what kind of decided i was like you know what i'm gonna open up about this i'm gonna talk about this and it's really comforting and warming to see a lot of dms and things and people being able to like i got one yesterday i think somebody saying like i want you to know like i listened to i was on a i did a podcast with olivia and she was like i just want you to know like i was having a horrible day listening to your podcast and i've never had somebody like i've never had been able to relate so much but it felt like you understood me when you were talking about your anxiety and your depression what you went through and she's like I've never had that before and it was an eye-opener for me and I was like man like that is why I do what I do like one dm can make it all worth it you know so that was pretty cool
0: yeah and it's like yeah there's the bad obviously but like sometimes that one good can outweigh all of the bad
1: mm-hmm. a so. thousand percent yeah and, and also opposite unfortunately too no, a lot of good exactly. <laughs> it
0: kind of depends on the moment yeah exactly but
1: but but cool cool dms like that where you can you literally can like change or save a person's life like that's not many people can say they can do that so i don't take that for granted it's humbling for sure
0: yeah i spoke at my old high school um i think it was last october the health program was doing like a mental health week and like i kind of opened it up um which was so cool i got to talk to like five or six of their health classes because i um I have uh, central pain syndrome, and so it's like a chronic illness, chronic pain from a traumatic brain injury. So my world oh. got like changed. I remember completely. you kind of mentioned that, yeah. So what was cool though is these kids like were opening up. Like a kid had had some kind of cancer, and nobody knew in the class. Like no one, like, he just never really. And he like opened up about it, and it was like I almost cried. It was just like yeah. it was so crazy, and like just from my speech. Me sharing my story, I got to do that.
1: That's so cool. It's such a cool moment. I agree. Sometimes I get emotional. Like I kind of like get like you know (laughs) like fuzzy feeling and get some tears in my eye. I'm like, man, that's so so cool to be able to do that and to have uh, an impact on people's lives. So that's that's awesome. That's a cool story.
0: So one thing I like we talked about for a minute um, earlier, but I like to kind of like share how you stay strong because you've obviously gone through a lot of hard times through the show and. Just in general, even during quarantine, like just mm-hmm. everyone does. So, how do you personally stay strong?
1: So, um, yeah, every, it, it is different for everybody. Um, and I want people to know that, like, if they listen, I always say that, like, listen, what works for me may not work for you. Okay. Um, and it's for me, so I'll, I'll kind of step back to paradise real quick. So, in paradise, yeah, I had, a, I had a really rough time. I was, you know, edited to be, quote, like the villain and just like a you know, really bad person. And, and it hurt really, really bad because a lot of people I considered friends, you know, lied to me, lied about me, stabbed me in the back. And I, I, more than anything, coming off of that show and then watching it back and seeing some of the things I thought like people were saying about me, I lost a lot of faith, like just honestly in like humans. Like I just lost faith. Uh, and so I didn't trust anybody. I thought everybody was out to get me. Um, I just thought like, what's the point of like living? Because I'm going like, if everybody is just gonna stab each other in the back like people I considered friends like mm-hmm. it's just I was in a very bad spot I, I really didn't get out of bed for about two to three months I was you know um, I was just like I don't know I just felt like the whole world was weighing down on me and I couldn't trust anybody I was scared to go outside because I was scared about people were gonna say I didn't want people to see me at the grocery store yeah. um, so I was really really bad like super bad uh, and for me The one thing is it's not going to happen overnight. So don't expect like me to say something or anybody to say something and suddenly it's like, boom, it's like a flashlight and you're like back to better. Because that's not not the case. That's never the case. It's a very slow process. Uh, But there was a day for me uh, where I want to say it was probably halfway through the film or the airing of Paradise where I was probably the lowest I had been because like an episode had just aired and I got trashed again and bullied again and And it was just like I was just like yeah it was happening yeah exactly it was happening uh, twice a week Monday Tuesday every week I was just getting destroyed and bullied and you know social media was just I was getting death threats and it was just out of control and I was the lowest I had been and I was in a really bad spot and like really bad and I I, for some reason something came over me where I was like like I'm thirsty I'm gonna walk to Walgreens which is about a mile away from me and I got up Walked outside, walked to the, you know, Walgreens and walked back and it was a gorgeous day out. And it was sunny and it just for something clicked in me and it just changed for me. And I was like, okay, like you can get through this. Like you're going to get through this. It's not going to be easy, but you're going to get through this. And so every day, because um, when I was in my, my bad spots, like exercise is huge. for am talked about it. exercise is huge for me and my health. I would, you know, I work out one, two, three times a day. And so for me to not being able to do that or not having... I don't know, not necessarily the courage, but the strength to do that was was really bad for me. And once my physical health started to deteriorate, my mental health just snowballed from there. Yeah, yeah. And I remember every day I would wake up and I'd be like, hey, tomorrow. You're gonna get up tomorrow and you're gonna go work out. And it just never happened, except for that one day I walked to Walgreens, and then the next day I got up and I walked a little further. And then I, the next day I walked a little mm-hmm. further and then I walked around the block, you know, and then I walked around two blocks. So it was a very slow. Um, thing for me, that was probably over like two months, uh, to the point where then I jog, you know, a mile, um, and things like that. So exercise was huge for me, fresh air was huge for me. And then, you know, I started to eat right again, because I was eating like ice cream and pizza every day. And so then I was able to like, start to eat right again. So for me, you know, strong body, strong mind, that's basically what worked for me. Uh, And so, you know, eventually, then I was able to strong enough to talk about it. And then I was strong enough I was doing therapy throughout the show, but even therapy, like it helped a lot. And I'm a huge, you know, I'm very much pro therapy, but even then I still wasn't strong enough to necessarily talk about it, even with the therapist, because I would break down. Um, So then I got to a point where physically I was healthy. And then I was able to talk my therapist and each session became better and better and better. uh, And I'm still going to therapy. Um, And I still have my up days, you know, my, my good, my bad days, your ups and downs. I still have a bad day here and there. That's never going to change. And I think a lot of people always ask me like, Are you healed? You know? And it's like, listen, I know. Like I'm never gonna be the person I was before. You know, everybody's broken in certain ways. Everybody is broken in certain ways. And you don't need to like put together a puzzle to feel good again. Like you're just different. Like I'm a better man, I'm a stronger man. And there's things I've learned from that experience. And so I guess I'm never gonna be quote unquote healed. Like I'm still gonna be. just a different person than i was before i'm not going to ever be back to what i was before paradise and that's not necessarily a bad thing that can be a good thing to be honest so just yeah just know that there's not something that's gonna all of a sudden you know switch on and you're gonna be the person you were before because that's not the case yeah
0: no i i agree well wholeheartedly um i think that is so true and like when people are grieving too like yeah you go through these stages and maybe you're accepting but you really i mean how do you ever accept that someone that you loved, let's say passed away or like that you were looked at to turn into this villain or whatever it may be like yeah. you just you can't like there'll be moments you might go backward a little but then you go forward and that's just life
1: yeah I mean, Amen, everyone's exactly. gonna hit
0: that part at some point because otherwise you're never you're not changing you're not evolving
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. And I, I think even before the show, I was obviously had bad days, good days, step back. Step back, step back. I just don't yeah. think I could completely like understand and articulate what I was going through where now I feel like I can do that. Um, and, the, and one big thing for me too, and I know, especially a lot of, honestly, like young, the young generation right now, and they're growing up in the hardest times of their life with social media. Like I can't imagine what that generation is going to look like mentally because of the things that social media can yeah. do to you. Um, but for me, I thought for a long time that I needed an apology from people. Like I thought I needed an apology from some of the people that were on the beach, an apology from some producers that lied to me. Um, you know, just from the show, I thought I needed that, but, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of people when they get bullied at first, the thing they want is either, you know, an apology or like, um, to get back at them. I don't get revenge. Like they yeah. want revenge, you know? <laughs> uh, and I got, I had, I wanted that for a long time. I did. Uh, But I finally got to a point where it's like, what would their apology do for me? Like, I don't think it would change my day to day. Like it wouldn't, if it makes them feel better, fine, they can do it. But at the end of the day, like, I don't need an apology. Your happiness shouldn't depend on another person, you know? So that was a big, you know, something big that I realized it was like, why am I depending on this for other people or other things for my happiness when you should just be able to find that within yourself. So that was a big moment for me too.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that is so important because at some point it's just words. Yeah. And if they hear that you want that apology, then they give it to you. It's like, are they really sorry? Yeah. And And it's been like a year and a half now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about action, like maybe change it for the next time.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, I know, like, some of the producers have reached out to me or did used to. And a lot of them were, I could tell they were like trying to give a sort of apology because a lot of them were like, you were in a bad spot. Like, I've done what you've done. Everybody's done what you've done. And, like, what you did, you know, when I defended myself, like, they were like, I probably would have done the same thing. like But then it's hard because I bet those producers were then turning around, talking to Kaylin and being like, he's an asshole, you know, like, I can't believe it, you know. So it's like really hard. I think you just now, I found out who my real friends are. And that was a blessing. Yeah. Like, I found out who my real friends are. And you do through hard times, through traumatic times, you find out um, who you want in your life and who you don't. So that's
0: good. Yeah, that's a, that's a great ending yeah. point really like yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah thank you so much for coming on um but if this is your favorite time on your podcast i because i've listened to a few of them where you oh, can awesome. plug yourself <laughs>
1: yes, yes. um yeah i would i would love yeah if you guys want to um find me um other places so i got my podcast behind the rose podcast uh which is it's a country music meets pop culture, meets mental health, meets social media kind of podcast. We talk about a lot of different things. Um, it's a lot of fun and um, we get a lot out of it. And I, I know a lot of listeners get a lot out of it. And then also um, on Instagram, my name is balake.h, uh, like the Keen Keenfield <laughs> skin. Um, yeah, so find me on Instagram. I, I do a lot of things regarding, um, you know, mental health and kind of getting through ups and downs, which I say as positive as possible um, on social media. Uh, but yeah, so I hope a lot of the listeners here can uh, check me out.
0: Thank you. And um, I will have that in the description. So awesome. When the, no, I appreciate it. Click on it and just come okay. see you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. And this was oh, another episode you. of Staying Forever Strong. Bye, guys.